book fans welcome to the sunspots comics podcast issue number 168 where i do a whole lot of strongly recommending but only lightly reviewing of the best of the new comic books that just came out this last wednesday new comic book day august 1st and this particular podcast says reinstate james gunn but only if he directs at least 10 more guardians of the galaxy movies yeah i love those things i am your friendly neighborhood host chris latori i hope that you and yours are happy and healthy Thank you so much for joining us and listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Seriously, I know how precious your time is, so I really appreciate it, you tuning in. Thank you. Please hit the subscribe button to our Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out our past podcasts on our giant podcast feed. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, all in one easy-to-find place just called at Sunspots Comics. That's right, easy to find us. So first off, some thank yous. I just wanted to also give a comic book shop shout out. So those two things we'll start the show off with. First, thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Just go to popuptea.com. If you love a giant selection, I mean, this thing is big, of nerdy t-shirts to buy, then you are going to love all of the selections at popuptea.com. They have every nerdy shirt you can think of. Just go to popuptea.com and use the promo code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you will get 25% off of any shirt order. That's right, even the clearance stuff, which it's already so low-priced when it's clearanced, but you'll even get 25% off if you use the promo code SUNSPOTSCOMICS over at popuptea.com. So thank you guys at popuptea.com. Also, thank you to my friend Nick, Papa George, for making and singing our fantastic Sunspots Comics theme song. Just follow him. He's this fantastic solo singer. He's also the lead singer and guitarist of his band called Solution. Check out his solo stuff on Facebook.com slash PopDs and his band Solution at Facebook.com slash Solution Reggae. If you love reggae music, rock music, ska music, and then put it all together in a nice bowl and add some avocado and blend it up and you just love feel-good music, then you're going to love Nick Papa George's stuff and his band Solution. Thank you, Nick, for doing our Sunspots Comics theme song. Next up, I've got a quick comic book shop shout-out. I visited a fantastic comic book shop in Ventura, California called Hypno Comics and Games. And I just wanted to say hello to everyone that I met. I met the entire staff, and they're amazing folks, and I just wanted to give their shop a shout-out. So also, thank you for the discount. I bought some comics... And a reaction figure for a friend of mine. Hey, Mike. I hope you like it. And they were kind enough to help me out with a 15% off discount. So, very cool people. You'll have some great conversations there. If you need a recommendation, they're just totally comic book savvy. I love that. So, check out Hypno Comics and Games if you're in the Ventura, California area. And thanks again to everyone that I met at Hypno Comics and Games. And now, it's free comic book time. That's right. I'm going to give a little comic book out to you, the listener. So listen carefully. I have a free copy of Amazing Spider-Man issue number one from Marvel Comics written by Nick Spencer and glorious, fantastic art with one of my favorite artists of all time, 
Ryan Otley on art, who did Invincible from Image for years. So I love his stuff. All you have to do is, to win this free Amazing Spider-Man issue number one is be the first person to grab this digital code that I'm about to read to you. Go to marvel.com redeem and punch in that code and see if you won. It's that simple. So here we go. The digital comic book code is, listen carefully, F is in Frank, C is in Charlie, M is in Mary, S is in Sam, H is in Henry, 9, 7, F is in Frank, 1, D is in Door, F is in Frank, C is in Charlie. So there you go. By the way, this comic book uh, code, ex it expires on July 1st, 2019. So it's Amazing Spider-Man issue number one. It's a giant packed issue. It was a top pick on a previous Sunspots Comics podcast when it first came out. So be the first one. Get that code and go to marvel.com slash redeem to win. So good luck. And that's just a little something from us right here at the Sunspots Comics as a thank you for listening. And if you win, please let us know at Sunspots Comics so I can give you a shout out and let the listeners know that that code has been taken. So thank you. So now let's leap right into the Sunspots Comics podcast, issue number 168, starting out with some stuff that's been floating around inside of my strange little nerd brain. The first Nugget of Nerd lodged ever so deeply in my nerdy frontal lobes is Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. Now, I know I'm very late to this party. It's like, actually, the party is, is over. And I, I knock on the door and there's no one home. But anyway, um, I have been absolutely loving Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. The six main characters, the Jedi's Ezra and Kanan, and then you have Zeb, Sabine, who's a Mandalorian, and Hera, who is the Twi'lek pilot. Uh, even the R2-like, very smart-alecky droid named Chopper, they are, they are awesome. They offer just a well-balanced and well-put-together bunch of interesting characters that really end up being very vital to the formation of the Rebel Alliance. I absolutely love the way our the bunch of ragtaggers here meet Star Wars legacy characters from time to time, like Darth Vader sprinkled in there, Darth Maul is in there. Uh, the introduction of the in evil Inquisitors has been a whole lot of fun. They look fantastic. And from time to time, I see Inquisitors dressed up, you know, like cosplay. And I'm like, who are those folks? Now I know who the Inquisitors are. Also being that the Rebels is, is Star Wars canon, that adds just an extra caveat that I really enjoy. Uh, like Grand Admiral Thrawn, for instance, showing up uh, from the Timothy Zahn Star Wars novels that I totally love. By the way, I highly recommend those Timothy Zahn. Check those out. But uh, even Darth Maul was an interesting kind of twist to his character. In my opinion, it actually offers more to Darth Maul of a character development piece uh, than even Star Wars Episode One offered. <laughs> so that says something right there. You're getting some, some juicy nuggets of Star Wars. So all four seasons are out there, of course. You can see them in all different forms of media from Blu-ray to streaming, etc., uh, they're all about 20 minutes long, and each season has about 15 to 22 episodes, and they really just fly right by. I'm telling you, there's not a lot of lag in Rebels. They're just so well-paced and fun and just pack the excitement quickly to get the story rolling. I love that. It has such a fantastic, great pace. And I just started season three, but I give Star Wars Rebels, right at this point, my five-star stamp of approval right here, and I recommend that you watch it immediately. Uh, especially if you're a hard war, like a hardcore Star Wars fan, you don't have to be. But if you are already a hardcore Star Wars fan, you're going to love Rebels. If you haven't seen it, 
give it a try, stick in there. The first season maybe starts a little setup-y, but man, it gets rolling around midway into the first season. It's just fantastic. I can't wait to see where this ends on season four. So uh, no spoilers. Um, I'm not going to go there. But anyway, I highly recommend Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. Go see it. And another thing that's stuck inside of my nerd brain is The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, the new series that's coming to Netflix based on the Archie Horror comic book. They just announced the release date. Yes! It's going to be this Halloween time, October 26th. That's right, this year. And it's already renewed for a second season, so that sounds very promising. Way to go, Netflix. You're all in. I love it. Uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina has the Mad Men star Kirna Shipka as Sabrina. I didn't really watch Mad Men, but that's uh, who's at the helm here, who plays the teenage witch. Uh, ultimately, this is inspired by the very scary, dark horror films like The Exorcist and Rosemary's Baby. Uh, I'm sure this is going to be very different from the goofy 1996 sitcom. Go take a look at that and have a chuckle, by the way. But this horrifyingly dark and edgy comic, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, was a top pick of the week, by the way. Art winner of the week, cover art winner of the week. So I highly recommend the comic book, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, and checking out this on Netflix, October 26th this year. That's right. I think, I really do think it's going to be an awesome Halloween time this year, and this is really going to add to it. So excited, excited to see on Netflix, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That's right, October 26th. So tune in. I'm sure I'll be talking about it on a future podcast and the last thing that's floating up inside of my nerd brain is that i'm actually creating my very own comic book called zombie destroyers i've probably been dabbling on working with zombie destroyers since i was 13 or 14 writing stuff in my little journal etc it's been a dream come true of mine to just make my own comic book my way and i'm actually doing it i'm doing the writing and the lettering and please follow the zombie destroyers team you have artist on issue number one jordan hudson he is at skablad you have Juan Mora, who does art from Zombie Destroyers issue number two. He's at Young Minded Giant. And our colorist, Caroline Nolasco, at Carol N. Art. So thank you to all of the Zombie Destroyers team. You are really helping me make my dream of creating a comic book a reality. So thank you all. And if you'd like to see what it looks like, just go over to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. You will see six sample pages of what my comic book looks like called Zombie Destroyer. So please check it out. Now for a quick mention of our segment I love called Spotlighting. I'm going to have Michael Lark on a future podcast. I love his art. It's just super gritty and realistic, done in this very simplistic, very clean art style. He has a huge comic resume, Mr. Michael Lark does. He's drawn Spider-Man, Daredevil, Batman, just to name three of the many hundreds of comic books that he's done art for in Many, many years. His art is glorious. Uh, since 2013, he's been the artist on Lazarus from Image Comics, which I've been loving Lazarus since the issue number one. And he's been doing the art since it came out, and issue number 29 is coming out very soon. Uh, it's written by the amazing Greg Rucka, by the way. And Lazarus has been a Sunspots Comics top comic pick of the week, along with art and cover art winner of the week. More than once, I might add. So I'm super excited to get Michael Lark on a future podcast right here so I can ask him the hundreds of questions I've prepared. <laughs> Hopefully I can get some, most of them in. So stay tuned for Michael Lark of Lazarus coming to a Sunspots Comics podcast very, very soon. 
Also, thank you to Kelly at Zeus Comics in Dallas, Texas for getting the two of us together. So I really appreciate that. Thank you, Kelly at Zeus Comics in Dallas, Texas. Also, a quick mention of uh, Sunspots Comics podcast issue number 159. I interviewed a comic book creator named Nandini Bapat. She created this amazing, heartwarming comic about her grandfather. Uh, it's called Aja, spelled A-J-A. you got to check that out. And also, I'm very super proud of the spotlighting interview I did with Troy Nixie. Check that one out. He is a comic book artist and a movie director. He, in, he directed a movie called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark that Guillermo del Toro wrote. And he also did art for this fantastic comic book called Vinegar Teeth. So please check that out. But anyway, I'm so proud of Spotlighting. It's so much fun. We want to help support the struggling comic book creators. That's what Spotlighting is all about. So if you work in comics or you're trying to break into comics like me, I would love to have a conversation with you right here on a future podcast in our Spotlighting segment. Just send me a message. Uh, send me a review copy of your work to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com, and we can set it up. So that's Spotlighting. So thank you for that. And now, on to the main course, the centerpiece, the prime cut, the sweet spot, the meat and potatoes of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations, where I share with you my favorite picks of the new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, New Comic Book Day, August 1st. And of course, don't forget, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert. But really, don't worry. I work seriously hard just to inspire you to buy these comics without spoiling them. I would never do that. I never discuss the last few pages. I just leave them alone, and I only cover some of the interesting points in each comic book. So you're probably thinking, why didn't he talk about that? Or why didn't he discuss this? It's because I want you to buy it, and I don't want to spoil it for you. But just in case, you've been super-duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. Also, to see everything encapsulated into one easy-breezy place... And to see everything that I've been reading and all my favorite picks of the week since I started this podcast in 2015, just go to sunspotscomics.com. That's right. Click on pull list. You'll see I just updated everything I'm reading. I'm up to 120 titles of comic books that I'm reading. Whew. I just updated it uh, a few days ago. Please click on top comic books of the week and you'll see all of my past top comic book picks. That's important. There's some great, amazing stuff right there. But I update, simplify, and compact Sunspots Comics com every single week. I'm very, very proud of it. Please check out sunspotscomics.com every so often. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, let me announce this week's artist winner and cover artist winners of the week. Every week, I pick what I believe to be the best comic book art of the week. And it's just in my opinion, of course. It's very subjective to how my eyeballs feel when I look at comic book art. So here we go. This week's artist winner is Lee Weeks for Batman issue number 52. You can follow him at Lee Weeks Art. Amazing. Uh, by the way, Lee Weeks was the artist winner and cover artist winner of the week on Batman issue number 51 on the Sunspots Comics podcast issue number 166, which was only two weeks ago. Yes, Batman is bi-weekly, but he did it again. <laughs> he has this amazing, classic, simple art style that I absolutely love. He does this hyper-detailed Gotham City it's absolutely glorious. You have to look at it. Uh, very gritty, very shadowy. He loves to do these multi-angled camera shots that no one else does in the biz. He just really keeps the action moving, and it's just so appealing to the eye that you want to sit there and just kind of 
look at it in wonder for a while. You will never get bored looking at Lee Weeks comics. That's for sure. Even if people are just standing around talking to each other, his art is that good. He really sells every scene with his very realistic facial emotions with very minimal lines. It's not like it's crowded. He just knows how to do these simple lines, simple lines on the mouth and on the eyes to really just make it look realistic. It's it's truly amazing. You got to see this, but Lee Weeks for Batman issue number 52 is the artist winner of the week for the second time. It's truly inspiring stuff. Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate it. But that is our artist winner of the week. And the cover artist winner of the week is the incredible Alex Ross for his cover art on Captain America issue two. You got to see this, folks. Man, and this was a great week of some covers, by the way. There were some definite runner-ups here. But of course... He is a Sunspots Comics multiple cover artist winner. That's right, The Alex Ross. You can follow him on all the social media at The Alex Ross Art. What can I say about Alex Ross? I mean, I've said it so many times. He did so many amazing covers for Amazing Spider-Man and everything over the years. Just look at his body of work. It's amazing. But in this particular cover of Captain America issue number two, it's this glorious, iconic picture of Captain America standing there. We get Captain America in his old kind of original outfit, the flaring boots and all. I love it. It's simple. It's clean. It's so realistically detailed as Alex Ross always does, but it's it's really about the posture and the strength that's drawn into every bit of him. He just has the musculature down. He has the stare down. It's just It just oozes strength and nobility. It's, it's a posture that not everyone can can do. <laughs> if you look at his work, it's amazing. Um, I even love the small details like the shimmer on Captain America's shield in this. It's just this, it's just this slice of American apple pie. I mean, what, what, what can we say about it? It's you know, red, white, and blue all over it. I love the even just sort of dark bluish gray background so that it really just... Captain America just standing there at full length with the shield, uh, gripping the American flag. Just looks so nostalgic and so... It just fills you with you know this american feeling it's it's great um it's i I love how he's tightly clutching the the american flag in his grip it's just so realistic looking anyway it's why alex ross is a master class artist you have to look at it um look at all of his work it's just fantastic but captain america issue number two put your eyeballs on it asap you'll see what i'm talking about and uh, that's our cover artist winner of the week with alex ross it's absolutely stunningly gorgeous. I need a poster of it. Like, right now. And the breakdown! I actually read 12 comics this week, and only 5 of them. That's right, only 5 picks this week that made it to the Great Ones recommendations list. It's difficult. It's it, You gotta be amazing. You gotta have it. You gotta be hitting it on all cylinders to make that top comic book pick list. I tell you, it's gotta be great. And new number 1s! There was only one this week, and it actually made it into the countdown, into the great pick list. So listen especially close to that new number one recommendation, which I will announce here shortly. So, here are my top comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list of the best new comic books that just came out Wednesday, New Comic Book Day, August 1st. I recommend you go to your local comic book shop today and buy these immediately. So, as I said, there were five in the countdown this week. So here we go. Coming in at number five is Highest House, issue number six. This is kind of an end of an arc, by the way. This is from IDW Comics. This is the team of writer Mike Carey and 
fantastic, just lovely cartooning style art in this Lord of the Rings kind of realm by Peter Gross. He even did the lettering as well. Fantastic art. It's just very clean. It's very colorful. It's very just epitomizes the very look of a fantasy comic when you expect it in your mind. Uh, Highest House. Absolutely. But the debut issue, by the way, Highest House issue number one, was a Sunspots Comics top pick. And it does kind of hard end-ish here on issue number six. So I definitely recommend you read the past ones. Uh, But it kind of wraps things up in a very superb fashion. Uh, By the way, this is a cover art runner-up. Absolutely. This cover art was glorious. It's just got our main character, Moth, standing there as like the smoke is rising from his hands and it goes from, again, I'm a sucker for Sunspots Comics colors, kind of this reddish-orange, yellowy color to dark red as it rises and his outfit is just kind of hit by the wind and it's just like very... All the lines that are the attention to detail on all of his clothing with the attention to light and where the light source is, it's glorious, but absolutely fantastic cover for Highest House issue number six. My favorite of the entire six, by the way. Um, But here we are as uh, Moth, our main character, who's very well-developed, by the way, very interesting character, very likable character, which is sometimes hard to find in anything you read, right? You want to be able to root for someone, you easily can root for Moth right from the get-go of this series. And you want him to succeed early on. I mean, I, I just love everything about Highest House. But Moth, uh, I'd say the character development of Moth is one of the most interesting parts of this. Maybe my favorite part. He came from nothing. Uh, his mother, who really was not very caring at all to Moth, sold him for food. Yes. And even sold his sister into prostitution. So she's just having kids and selling them off. But that's just kind of the like Game of Thronesy kind of realm that you're dealing with in this fantasy comic. It's Highest House is really how it's really about how the kid Moth, our main character, has like a very super high moral compass when not anyone in this Lord of the Rings like world has that at all. And so he really stands above the rest and is really a unique character because it just seems like everyone wants to murder you or rape you or, or rob you in this Game of Thrones Lord of the Rings kind of world. Filled with a little more magic than Maybe both of those. But my favorite sequence is when Moth is finally reunited with someone that he cares about a lot. It's just a tender and sweet moment, and it got me emotionally. I absolutely loved it. But uh, Highest House is actually a living magical being as well that helps him in this sequence, my second favorite sequence. Um, But seems like this Highest House, again, who is a magical being, has its own agenda. So anything, anytime it... That the highest house helps Moth. You just kind of wonder what's he really after here. But the entire third act of this issue was so well written, so well drawn, and it had a fantastic sort of ending and maybe cliffhangery sort of moment. So I do believe this is going to go on. Uh, actually, here it is. I'm looking at the the back matter here with a letter from the writer, Mr. Carey. And yes, this is the end of arc one. Uh, I can't wait for arc two and to see where this goes. Like I said, it, it really kind of takes its time. If you're looking for something that really has a slow character development, but it's also very likable and you can root for a main character in a Lord of the Rings fantasy world, you're going to love Highest House. So definitely, definitely check it out. Coming in at number four is Captain America, issue number two. This is our cover art winner of the week with Alex Ross. This is written by Ta-Nehisi Coates and art by Lenel Francis Yu, who's one of my favorite artists. Just realistic, very physically authentic, 
Not a lot of cartoony look and style. It's just sort of a very gritty looking realistic physics to each character. That's Lionel Francis Yu. Although he does kind of overline a little, so it does give you a little comic booky feel. It's not as, say, realistic as someone like Michael Lark, by the way. But uh, I love this series. Uh, jump in right here, folks. It's only issue number two. Go get number one. Number one was a top pick of the week when it first came out. I'm loving this new arc of Captain America, but in a gist of it, you've got this terrorist group of these kind of Duke Nukem lookalike characters. They all have these American flags on their faces, and uh, they're basically Captain America clones. But they're still on the loose. They're terrorists. They're doing bad stuff. And the government is asking Steve to step down. So this is kind of a, an interesting thing here to where Captain America has lost the hearts and minds and the trust of the people of the world. And uh, they've asked Steve Rogers to step down politely for now, but you know it's going to get ugly. You just know it is. They're kind of saying, hey, please, Captain America, just sit this one out. Just take five. And he's like, these are terrorists that look like me that have the American flag in my face that are murdering people. I've got to jump in there. But that's the interesting sort of conflict about this comic. I like that. Uh, and there are three amazing splash pages, single page splash pages in this, where Captain America is just leaping out of the panels. It's fantastic. This is another art runner-up of the week, artist runner-up of the week. It was another glorious comic from Leno Francis Yu. But, um, oh, I love the uh, the Sharon Carter relationship here. The uh, I just absolutely love it. She's She's older. Uh, you know, you can't worry about the, the timeline of age, but she's kind of the age that Captain America maybe should be, sort of-ish. And they seem to have a very happy relationship, and they're not really at odds. It just kind of gives the comic a good balance. You wonder if they will be at odds. I mean, she's a government employee, and they're telling Captain America to step down in this these terrorist attacks. But right now, it's just kind of a, a sweet, kind of tender moment that, that kind of gives you the understanding of what another thing that Captain America's fighting for. It's... It's this relationship that he has, and it's definitely vulnerable. They definitely have some some crossroads they're coming upon in this relationship, but I like it. I, I really enjoy that. Uh, even Thunderbolt Ross has been sort of powered down. There's no Red Hulk in sight. Well, yet, anyway. But uh, Captain America, get it. It's been fantastic. Great new arc. It's only on issue number two, so jump in here now. But now here we go. This is the top three of the great pick list, so here we go now. Coming in... At number three is Leviathan, issue number one. Leviathan? Leviathan? Levi uh, who knows? Leviathan, issue number one. This is from Image Comics. This is written by one of my favorite writers, uh, John Lehman, who did Chew for years and years and years, and not much else because he did it to completion. And fantastic art from Nick Patera. I am digging his art, by the way. It's, uh, it's just fantastic. I'll get into that in a second, but... This, by the way, is our only new number one of the week, so this is the one you want to absolutely write them all down, but you definitely want to write this one down so you can jump right in and be in this comic right from the start. So this is the only issue number one that made it, Leviathan issue number one. Um, quick gist. Um, here you go. Well, we, <laughs> we get this adorable couple, Ryan and Viv. I just love the adorable sequences where they embrace because there's like these hearts that are drawn everywhere. Very cartoony style. Um, this is really for kaiju fans. That's what the gist ultimately is. Um, like me, I love kaiju stuff. Godzilla is one of my favorite things of all time. Um, it has this odd kind of crumb meets heavy metal art style. Tons and tons of lines. The heads and the faces are giant, really big heads and eyes. And the eyes are even spaced apart a little like further than normal. So it gives off this kind of very alien look to every character. They look odd. You want to just kind of laugh at them 
right when you see each character. And this is just a ton of monster kaiju fun. That's what Leviathan's all about. Um, I particularly love the sequence where they're making fun of Donald Trump. It's, uh, it's very on the nose and gratuitous and hilarious. I absolutely laughed out loud when I saw it. I, I had to look at it a few times. And it's not, it just doesn't keep going with it too. It's just a quick jab and moves on. Because uh, I don't want to read an entire comic of making fun, you know, Trump gags. Um, but it just sprinkles in this one that's hilarious. You have to see it. Um, but maybe my favorite sequence is, uh, you know, ultimately there is this giant monster that's loose. And it kind of gives you the origin of the, how that giant monster came to be, the Leviathan. But there's this uh, moment where you get to, get to see kind of what the government's doing. And they show you this awesome... Uh, all of these awesome giant military robots that are all at the ready. And uh, I just hope we get to see 30% of them because <laughs> they look phenomenal. So uh, very, like I said, fun, monster, kaiju, hilariousness. Some great kind of kind of like dudes that are written in. The character-wise are just kind of funny, kind of kind of chill guys that are that are sort of our main characters to follow but you kind of like them because they're just kind of dopey and lovable but um it's just uh, an amazing fantastic fun comic uh leviathan i loved every bit of it and if you love kaiju stuff and monster madness giant monsters you're going to love leviathan so it's it's john layman i i can see him in this for the long haul so you got to check out leviathan issue number one go get it right now and coming in at number two is Batman, issue number 52. And this is, of course, our artist winner of the week with Lee Weeks. And this is written by Mr. Tom King. And I gotta say, coloring on this is some of the best in the business with Elizabeth Breitweiser. It's gorgeous. But, man, what an absolutely phenomenal team. I just hope Lee Weeks stays on it for a while. Batman is bi-weekly. No one can do... 20, 30 pages every two weeks, unless there's hopefully like 12 of these in the can. I hope so, because we haven't seen Lee Weeks in a little while, so I hope he's just been very busy doing Batman art. But anyway, phenomenal team right here. So Bruce Wayne has hung the jury. I mean, uh, he's the the sole juror that doesn't believe Mr. Freeze murdered the three women in question. Uh, even though Batman caught him and uncovered the most crucial evidence. But uh, you got to trust the words of the greatest, the world's greatest detective, right? I think. But this is definitely a mixture of emotion. This is coming from where Catwoman just sort of dumped Bruce and didn't show up for the wedding. And he's dealing with those emotions mixed into he's putting the putting Mr. Freeze on trial potentially for a life ending conviction here. So it's 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 a, I like that it's a complicated mess for, for Bruce Wayne Batman here. Um so Bruce says to the jury during their deliberations, he says, give me two hours and I'll go one by one. And if I don't create a reasonable doubt uh, by some of you, then I'll just I'll change my vote and vote guilty and we'll go with that. But I love all this. It has this 12 angry men vibe. I love that. Uh, the panels of Mr. Freeze are breathtaking. That's I mean, talk about wonderful, glorious art. It's just the way he does the sort of blue mist that comes from the feet of Mr. Freeze is just wonderful. And then it goes straight to black. So it's like these light blue whites that go to black. It's just, again, that's Brightweiser uh, on coloring. It's just gorgeous, breathtaking stuff. Uh, they cut away from the jurors quite often and fling us into these fight sequences with Batman and Mr. Freeze, which some of them look like maybe they took place 
not in this particular sequence, like maybe a few years ago or something, but it's just kind of flashing back to a lot of their fights, showing the brutality and how Batman has come after him and caught him over the years. Uh, or maybe it's just this sequence. But anyway, they slowly kind of sprinkle that in as they're just sitting in a jury and deliberating and talking to these awesome fight scenes with Mr. Freeze and Batman. It's just, it's fantastic, but uh, wonderful stuff. But will Bruce be able to create a reasonable doubt? Um, and did Mr. Freeze kill these three women? I think it's a nice little mystery. They're sprinkling in and taking their time. Uh, maybe it's a it's a it's like a small part of uncovering a much bigger conspiracy. I hope so. I really want to know where this is going. It's nice that it's bi-weekly. I just hope we don't get uh, two weeks from now someone besides Lee Weeks, which is probably going to happen, but hopefully it'll look like his art and just kind of keep this sort of feel and vibe going. But uh, Batman has been fantastic. Almost pick of the week here. Definitely a contender for top pick of the week, and as it was when issue number 51 came out. But, man, Lee Weeks, Tom King, and Elizabeth, Elizabeth Breitweiser, they're doing it right here, uh, all cylinders, folks. So check it out. Batman, issue number 52. But here we go now. On to the number one top comic book pick of the week. The great one, the champion, the top dog, the supreme leader, the big kahuna. That's right. The number one comic book of the week is... Cosmic Ghost Rider, issue number two. And this is from Marvel Comics. This is written by Donnie Cates and fantastic cartoony style art from Dylan Burnett. And I got to give Antonio Fabella uh, props on the color. It just has this cooling color, this very cool color style that I'll mention here in a second when I get to that part. But this made me laugh numerous times and just had me feeling great right from page number one right to the very end i mean this is why it won top pick you know it, it maybe it's a testament to the kind of week i was having i really needed some laughs and some chuckles but i got it you'll get it right here from cosmic ghost rider this is fantastic cartooning art like i said from dylan burnett and i love the brilliant sort of oversaturated cartoony coloring this is from antonio fabella and it just, it's really, really over the top coloring. You'll see what I'm talking about, especially the reds. They're just sort of blinding and just overpowering. But I love that. It just adds this otherworldly feeling to it um, and this cartoony kind of feel. So it's just fantastic. But um, Cosmic Ghost Rider is, it's, it's hilariously funny. There's tons of gags. Oh, when, when baby Thanos points to Uatu and calls him the Sky Baby, Oh my God, I totally laughed. You got to see what I'm talking about. It's like on page four. Uh, Baby Thanos is hilarious. Like I want an action figure of Baby Thanos. It's that good. But um, my God, just one of the 20 times I laughed on this. Uh, It it definitely, um, you haven't really seen uh, Donny Cates write a lot of comedy. He'll write gags here and there, but not to this point to where it's almost every single panel has a gag in it. So hats off Donny Cates. I think we get to see another sort of facet of his amazing talent in comic book writing is comedy. So man, I'm so impressed. And I've seen Donny Cates do a little everything. He's writing everything right now. But anyway, um, so Cosmic Ghost Rider, the little quick gist, stole baby Thanos to kill him to stop Thanos from growing up and destroying everything. But that plan backfires as Cosmic Ghost Rider is just unable to kill this innocent baby that is Thanos. But hilariously, he learns that even baby Thanos here already wants to murder everything. It's like it's already innate in his nature to want to murder and destroy. (laughs) So it's like, can he change Thanos? Who knows? I love that. It's just kind of this ironic thing. 
And I love that Ghost Rider calls his pal Gallon, which is normally called Galactus. For some reason, he just calls him Gallon. And uh, he shows up, but ironically can't convince Cosmic Ghost Rider to give up this adorable, murderous baby Thanos. I can't uh, stress enough how fantastic baby Thanos was. Um, But yeah, Galactus can't convince Cosmic Ghost Rider to give up the baby. He's like, I will kill the baby for you. And he's like, "Mm, nah, I changed my mind. There's so much humor written into this. And I love that Frank Castle is not a a serious kind of bore of a character. He is this, because maybe it's the merging of Ghost Rider, the Cosmic Ghost Rider, and what he's been through that's kind of changed his personality. But whatever it is, I love this Frank Castle, this version of him, <laughs> this amalgamation of Punisher and Ghost Rider. It's it's hilarious. But uh, oh, and plus Sky Sharks. I mean, you can't go wrong with Sky Sharks. As soon as I saw them, I was like, yes, nerd loving. But I loved every panel of this. I read it two or three times and still laughed. I I just can't recommend it enough to you it's just the funniest work i've i've absolutely ever seen from donny cates and uh like i said he normally doesn't do a lot of funny beats but this is like every single panel is hilarious so it really it was the laughter folks it was the humor in it it was the fun in it that that really got me with cosmic ghost rider issue number two cosmic ghost rider issue number one was a top pick when it first came out so get issue number one get issue number two it's donny cates's funniest stuff ever it's hilarious you'll have a good time with it and it's just fun cartoony art it just really made me feel good from the very beginning to the very end and so that is why cosmic ghost rider issue number two is the number one pick of the week yes it had me at the funny but there you go that's the sunspots comics podcast issue number 168 i hope you enjoyed it let me lock the vault door those are my new comic book recommendations for this week's new comic book day august 1st please go to a local comic book shop and buy these comic books immediately and tell them that chris from the sunspots comics podcast sent you and he's the guy that works for aftershock comics so let them know that they'll look at you weird but who cares If you have any questions, comments, or you want a personal comic book recommendation, email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic book I should be reading. I would love your recommendation. And would you like some free comic books? That's right. All you have to do is just go back to the first few minutes of this podcast or listen to some of the past Sunspots Comics podcasts to get some. There are still some unclaimed Marvel Digital Comic Book Codes in past podcasts. So all you got to do is listen to the Sunspots Comics podcast, this one and others, grab the Marvel Digital Comic Book Code that I read off, and then go to marvel.com slash redeem to see if you won. But there are some great ones in previous podcasts that are still available. So good luck and go get them. And please sign up for the email newsletter. It's sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And also go to cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian, he's making these fantastic augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. You use this HP Reveal app and your smartphone to make the Cryptid Zoo t-shirts come to life. It's hard to even explain, but on your smartphone, they will actually come to life and do some crazy cool stuff. So you got to go check them out at cryptidzoo.com. But most importantly, use the promotional code SUNSPOTSCOMICS and you'll get 25% off your order. That's right. So go to cryptidzoo.com and use SUNSPOTSCOMICS as a promotional code to get 25% off. That's right. Cryptidzoo.com. 
And please tune in next week for issue number 169 of the Sunspots Comics Podcast, where I'll be reading a list of 20 new comic books for August 8th, New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, with two new number ones. So yes, potentially 22 comics next week. It's a big week. And I hope those number ones, the new number ones, are amazing so I can tell them about them, about you, about the comics to you on next week's podcast. And please... Give us a little help right here. Help the Sunspots Comics Podcast out by going to iTunes, giving us some positive words and a five-star review. I'll even read your review on a future podcast, give you a shout-out, and personally thank you by mailing you a comic book prize pack delivered right to you. That's right, just for giving us a little back to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. And please subscribe, please listen in, and tell someone that you care about and that maybe has a little couple of nerdy tendencies to check out the Sunspots Comics Podcast. That's right, spread the word. We would appreciate that. But thank you so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. I know your time is limited, so I hope you had a good time, and I hope you love these comic book recommendations. They are fantastic. Go get them. But until next week, spend some time with the ones you love, and go read some comic books, and then do those two things together. I'm such an advocate of that. Read comic books with the ones you love. It's a lot of fun. Like, you read it, you talk about it, you see a funny panel, you share it. It's just such a great time. And I mean that with all all of my heart. But stay nerdy and be like water, my friends. See you next week. Bye-bye. Comics now. So you can do like I do, or you can be like me.